This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Hour, Inc. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here is your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping those parents and caregivers who are caring for special people. The theme of the show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Kingsley describes the experience of raising a child with a disability. It's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy, only to realize that your plane has landed in Holland. Holland isn't a bad place. It's just a different place. So you must go out, buy a new guidebook, learn a whole new language, and meet a whole new group of people you, you would never have met. Holland is a code word for living life with those with disabilities. My hope and prayer is that the challenges they all face in Holland will make us better people. It has been an interesting time for us in Holland. Our oldest two daughters, Marie and Christina, are on the autism spectrum and have intellectual disabilities. Our youngest daughter, Anna, is a typical teenager. Well, about two weeks ago, Christina's procedure was denied, and I only recently found out that as far as the doctor, her doctor had gotten, uh, was leaving a message to the insurance company for what they call a peer-to-peer review. So basically, I just found out that in two weeks, no one from the doctor's office has talked to the insurance company. And I found this out by calling the insurance company because as a mom dealing with a very sick child, I decided I was going to do the appeals process myself, (laughs) even though I did not understand all the technical aspects to it. So as I've gone along in this process, I even called a specialist. And when you're dealing with situations, there are people that are specialists that diagnose it. And then after the situation's diagnosed, you go back to the regular doctor. So I had seen a specialist in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for Christina. And he referred me to a specialist here. But I thought Christina's doctor could handle it. So I called the specialist, and I specifically asked, explained my complete problem and wanted to know if my doctor was in the minor leagues and did I need to get to the major leagues and if they could look at him. So they looked at all the notes, and they said, my doctor's doing what needs to be done, and it's exactly what they would be doing, and that I have a very good doctor and that she's a great doctor and... If she comes upon a situation after doing these procedures, then she is the type of doctor that will refer her back to him, a specialist. So it's been quite a journey in dealing with all these medical matters, and I feel like I dropped the ball, and I should have been more aggressive with this whole situation. And it's just a fact that you really can't depend on um, the doctor or the insurance. You just have to be an antagonist and be in there and just touching base and checking up on things. So it's been an interesting time, but I really think we're going to get past all of this. Today, we have a great show. Our guest is Nikki Daniels, the Associate Director of Champions for Children. Join us as we discuss their various programs from positive parenting, from child abuse and bullying prevention. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. 
to reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames. You're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with Nikki Daniels, the Associate Director of Champions for Children, an organization that offers various programs from positive parenting to child abuse and bullying prevention each year to nearly 40,000 children and parents. Hi, Nikki. Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with Champions for Children. Absolutely. Hi. Thanks for having me here today. I appreciate it. Um, I actually started working with kids in 1991 when I graduated with my social work degree. I have a master's degree in social work and started then, um, couldn't find a job, couldn't find a job, finally found one, working with children who'd been sexually abused. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be so depressing. Yes. It wasn't. It was amazing um, to just watch their strength and resilience and to watch them heal and to get to have a little part of that. So really, that kind of led me to a career focused in trauma. Right. So I got to work with lots of kids with abuse histories, um, adults, a lot of women with domestic violence background, sexual violence background, those kinds of issues, um, and just loved the work, really loved it. And you worked with men, I work with men also. Actually, I work with adult um, batterers. The, the, yes. It was a batterers intervention program is what it's called. So I got to work with some of the guys who had been abusive before. So that was really interesting to get to do also. Yes. So see, I think it's so exciting because you're able to, you already have seen the, the product of good counseling and helping people achieve fullness in their life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great to be able to be a part of that. Yes. And then so from there, where did you end up? Well, from there, when the opportunity at Champions for Children's came open, I thought, you know, I've worked all these years since 1991 on um, or with people who had these, you know, horrible traumas and horrible things happen to them in life. So I thought if I could work with an agency that does child abuse prevention, instead of working with the results and helping keep you know, helping people get better, I could work with people and help prevent that from happening in the first place. So I thought, right. this is for me. So luckily, they agreed. <laughs> so I get to do this great work every day. Wow. Now you have many programs. And it's really neat because one of the things I'm always hearing about Champions for Children and positive parenting and all your programs. But as I've learned more about you, I am amazed at the number of programs that you have, not only for mothers, fathers, and of course, children, because mm-hmm. I've always heard about your positive parenting program. And of course, we'll talk about that. But can you explain some a little bit of an overview of Absolutely. some of your programs? Absolutely. Well, Champions for Children is an agency that's been around since 1977. Um, we used to be called the Child Abuse Council. So there might be some folks out there who still you know, didn't realize we changed our name and um, have a different uh, name, but not different mission. The mission is still the same in preventing child abuse. And the way we do that is really twofold. In part, it's with parent education and helping parents really learn kind of, you know, what to expect from their child, developmentally, what's appropriate for that child. And then also um, promoting bonding and attachment and helping parents really truly connect to their child in a meaningful way. And if we can put those two together, oftentimes that will prevent child abuse from happening. Yes. And you work with all ages. Absolutely. Any family. So it doesn't matter income level, age, 
you know, right. anything. It doesn't matter. We work with any family who's looking for help. Um, I always say, you know, or you hear all the time, actually, that kids don't come with an owner's manual. Yes. You don't know what to do, right? <laughs> so we try to help sort of be the owner's manual. That's wonderful. Yes, we were talking earlier. I used to wonder, I would be at parties and I would see all these women together that were moms. And I used to wonder, what are they talking about? I had no interest in what they were talking about, but I just could not figure it out. And it finally dawned on me after I had children that, wow, they say that it doesn't come with a book, but each situation's different. Very different, absolutely. And it is nice to know that there's an organization out there that <laughs> will help those parents. Absolutely, yeah. On a daily basis. Now, as far as children, you serve from birth to 18 years old. Absolutely. We serve um, children right at birth, and actually we work with moms even before birth. And dads. Um, we have prenatal classes as well. So yes. we actually start even before birth um, and then kind of stick with that family for as long as they want us to be around. Well, and your prenatal classes are free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Yes. I remember paying for mine. I, I would go to the hospital for our prenatal classes. Uh, so that's wonderful. So. We have prenatal classes at several different locations that, um, and both for moms and for dads. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, so as far as uh, programs, I guess, how do people normally hear about you? Lots of different ways. Um, we have Facebook pages for most of our programs. And, of course, our website has links to all of those Facebook pages. A lot of word of mouth because, luckily, um, for us, once people come to our programs, they're usually very satisfied with the services they receive. So then they tell their friends, and we get lots of referrals that way. Other agencies in the community, any way at all, really. It doesn't matter how you've heard about us. You don't need any special referral. You're more than welcome to call us and come on in. Well, one of the things I enjoyed um, was going over some of your success stories because there's so many successful stories and just varying aspects of mm-hmm. the different programs and how vast your programs are. What um, what program would you want to start talking about? Maybe positive parenting? Absolutely. Or is there a better place to start? That's a great place to start. Um, it, it actually starts with the older kids then. We can kind of work backwards. Okay. Um, we have lots of different classes that we offer through Positive Parenting Partnership, and we call it our P3 program. Okay. Positive Parenting Partnership. Yes. Um, so in P3, we have um, all different kinds of classes from toilet training. There's another class called Inspiring Cooperation, another one on Managing Aggression, another one on, and I think every parent can relate right. to this when you take your child shopping yes. and try to help prevent the skill. meltdown. It is a skill. <laughs> <laughs> help prevent that meltdown <laughs> happening at the checkout aisle kind of thing yes. when there's something they want. Yes. Lots of just practical classes. They're, most of them are five-week classes, so you come once a week for five weeks, and they're offered in all different locations around the community. Yes. Well, it was funny when I was talking to you earlier. I was saying that when I was reviewing the website and all the classes, it brought back all the memories of dealing with my kids, and I didn't realize that Marie and Christine were special needs until they were about seven and five. And there were so many issues, like the toilet training. We used to, I used to put them in front of the TV, and we'd watch Prudence and potty training and the doctor would come on at the beginning to talk to the parents and say that the kids were trained by three years old and I would think he's lying (laughs) mine were not trained until way later Mm -hmm. but it was one of those things that I didn't know what I was dealing with and I'm sure a parent within your program um, you'll know whether a child's on track or they're not on track or Mm -hmm. where they are developmentally Our staff um, doing all of these groups are all experts in child development, so they do absolutely understand. We also offer developmental screenings. Okay. So all of our programs really offer a developmental screening. It's called ASQ, Ages and Stages Questionnaire. And it's um, something that we can do with the parents. The parents can actually do it at home on their own if they want to. 
and it's divided by age group of the child um, and looks at the basic developmental skills that child should have at that age and recognizing right. there's there's variation. Right. Every there's large not, variations. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but we can look at kind of when they are just solidly developmentally on track. Sometimes there might be a few areas of concern and we'll kind of watch for that the next time we do a screening. And sometimes right. we look and it's like, okay, there really are concerns here. Let's help you get some referrals and help you, you know, get services in. Right. And it, sometimes that can be very scary. But as a mom, in retrospect, it would have been nice to know because when you don't know, you mm-hmm. think it's, you think you're the problem. You think you're doing something wrong. <laughs> There's something wrong yes. with your child. Um, like you said, your child is Holland. Your child is right. not a problem. Um, you know, right. It's, not it's, that just, it's different. It's just different. It's Very just different, different. And every child needs different kinds of supports. And the sooner for a special needs child, the sooner you can get those supports in there, the better. Right. So like when you do the toilet training, is that just one class? That's a five-week series of classes also. All those classes are for five wow. weeks. Because okay. really those topics, I mean, and that's probably part of the, what's difficult for parents because people say, oh, toilet training, that's easy. Well, we can't teach it in one class, you know. It, there's a lot to it, and we can really help parents. And our focus is really on being positive and not using punishments and negatives to try to help um, well, this manage behavior. Yeah, I didn't use negatives, but I realized that Christina, um, when I was trying to potty train her, I had these snowy figures. Um, it was snowy stamps of houses, and there were four different types. And I couldn't figure out what took her so long after she went to the bathroom. <laughs> She's autistic, and each time she was going in order, she would pick one house, and they she would go through all of them, so she would go one, two, three, four, and they weren't numbered, but she was picking them out. She was collating, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. So it's this crazy thing, mm-hmm. but potty training is it's hard because hard, mm-hmm. I had one child that wouldn't go mm-hmm. because, um, and we thought that they, they were going to be um, damaged. Because they would wait and wait because they were afraid to do number two. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, mm-hmm. yes, it's, it's more a complicated. Hard issue. It is. It's it complicated. Is. And then hassle-free shopping. Every parent, right, who uh, can't relate to that I one. I know. I was mm-hmm. so glad when the big box stores came in because I didn't know the kids were autistic. I just know knew they wouldn't survive getting unloaded from the car and loaded back and going to another store. Mm-hmm. And I used to load them up in the cart in the parking lot so I could control yep. what was going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And all kids with stores, there's, you know, so much stimulation. Oh. There's so much there that they want. Um, yes. And I think stores maybe on purpose put it at their eye level so they see I it. No, I know. So it's always hard for any child, even if they're not special needs. So Yes. Okay. So that's positive parenting. And then what was some of the other P's? You said it was triple P's intervention. Just positive and parenting and partnership, those three, like the three P's in the name. Um, So we just call it triple P instead of having to say that all out every time. Yes. And then the building teenager survival skills and coping Mm -hmm. with teenagers' emotions and getting teenagers to cooperate. Now, see, I could see that being a five-week course easily. Absolutely, right? Maybe even more sometimes. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. And that's been, it's been interesting having a typical child because they're different in their own way yeah. i mean that's normal but it's mm-hmm. different and quite a difference for me a different kind of challenge special needs yeah yes. absolutely yes so that program the positive parenting partnership triple p um yes or i'm sorry p3 um basically goes from early childhood all the way up into teenage years okay well why don't we do this why don't we take a break and when we come back why don't we talk about layla's house i would love to that would be awesome I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. 
Our guest is Nikki Daniels, Associate Director of Champions for Children. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with Nikki Daniels, the Associate Director of Champions for Children. They offer various programs from positive parenting to child abuse and bullying prevention each year to nearly 40,000 children and parents. So, Nikki, we were going to talk about Layla's house, Mm -hmm. and Layla's house is a wonderful place. Can you tell our listeners about it? I would love to. Layla's house is a program that we offer in Sulphur Springs in Tampa. Um, It's basically a community center, and a lot of our other programs offer their services at that location. So we really try to be a community center there for lots of different needs that people might have. So, for example, we have our um, ABC program, which we'll probably talk a little more about, but it's our breastfeeding program. And it's really designed to help parents with, help moms with breastfeeding. And they offer those, we call it Baby Cafe. We offer those classes at Layla's House. So lots of our different programs are there. Right, right. And it's interesting. There's so many things that we're talking about that some people are probably saying, do you really need a class in it? But at the same time, for those people that have challenges or aren't familiar with it, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And then, too, the whole parenting model. Sometimes if you haven't experienced the best situations. Absolutely. Or if you haven't been around kids. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and so, with breastfeeding, it's it's a challenge because moms think that's just natural. And, of course, it is natural. But a lot of moms and babies have struggles with breastfeeding. Yes. And then oftentimes what, what I've talked to moms about is then they question all of their abilities. If they're struggling with that, then it, you know, they kind of feel like I'm not a good mom and I'm doing something wrong and I can't take care of my baby. And that yes. just really feeds that negative kind of a cycle. Right. You know? But oftentimes there's a medical issue that's going on. Yes. There could be tongue tie. You know, yes. lots of different things can impact breastfeeding yes. that we can help with. Well, Maria was having challenges and and her, we were having challenges with weight gain. <clears throat> and so we started supplementing and mm-hmm. she started gaining weight and doing fine. But she really, it was really low muscle coordination. But there's so much that when I look back at the whole experience that I just didn't know Mm -hmm. that she was having problems. Mm -hmm. And if there was someone there, I would have realized that it was related to what she was going through as a baby. Mm -hmm. So let's continue down some of these programs. All righty. Another, we do a lot of developmental play groups um, in different locations, but one of them is Layla's House. Yes. And that's another one people ask, well, why do you need a class for that, right? You're just going to play. But it's actually really important. Um, our developmental play groups just look like a bunch of parents and children having fun together. Right. With our group leader. Um, yes. But I will say that every activity is designed to help promote a specific developmental task that child is working on. Okay. Basically, play is a child's school. That's right. how they're learning. That's how their brain is developing. Sure. They're experiencing the world um, through touch, through sounds, you know, through sight. Yes. Um, and that play experience is there to kind of help that child develop, but also to help that parent be able to let that child lead in that development. Because sometimes parents are, 
you know, and this is fine, you know, very right. much about like, what color is that? And what is this? And sometimes it's good though, right. to let that child just play and follow along with their lead as well. Yes. So this is a, another, it's a bonding time for the parent and child. Um, and it's also a time for that child to learn some new developmental skills. Yes, I'm laughing. Okay, I got to tell you about one of these <laughs> groups I went to. I went to a group and all the kids were younger than Maria. And Maria was way behind. But she was able to sit up and these other kids were little. All the moms were worried that there's something wrong with their kid because mm-hmm. mine was sitting up. Because mine looked like she was the same age as theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it was. I was so proud that my child was finally ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, it, looking back, it was funny to think about how worried they were that there was problems with their child because their children had no problems. Right. It, was, it was my child. Mm-hmm. But for once in my life, it was like, wow, she's, she can do things she other can, kids couldn't, yep. even though she was the same size. Yep. So. And it's hard for every parent. We, every parent, yes. I think, questions like, is my child okay? Am I doing a good job? Yes. You know, there's so much mom shaming out there. True. You know, well, everyone knows if something's wrong with you, it's because of your mother. Your mother, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's probably going to be listening to this laughing. But. Well, people say that, but of course, it's not true. You no, know, parents not. do the best they know how to do. Exactly. So, if we can give them better tools, they'll be able to do even a better job. Yes. All right. And then, what are some of these other programs? So, another one is Little Steamers, which is a fun one. It happens over the summer. Um, it's for children that are a little bit older. With that one, um, but still preschool age. I mean, this is all little guys we're talking about, little guys and girls. Um, And basically, they look at STEM, so science, technology, engineering, math. And we add the A in there for art. And they have activities throughout the summer um, on, you know, last year we had mermaids come in and they did activities with the kids and they were dressed as mermaids, which, of course, the children loved. Um, the zoo brings animals in. The aquarium has sent things over. So wow. we have a lot of really. And this is at Layla's house. It's at Layla's house. Absolutely. Who knew, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Lots of great programs. Um, the kids love it. The parents love it. Yes. Um, and it's just great activities to really promote learning in children. Yes. And then you're, all right, so we went over the New Moms Club mm-hmm. and New Nurturing Moms Club Dads. Is another one. Nurturing Dads is another great program. And unfortunately, in our society, we talk a lot about moms, but not enough about dads, I think. Yes. And dads having an equal role with their children to the moms and being involved in their care and the nurturing and the bonding. So this is a nurturing dads class. That's, it's there just like our nurturing moms classes are yes. to work with dads. And it's led by a dad um, who can help the fathers with, you know, how do you change diapers? How do you manage behavior? How do you manage your own emotions? All the same things that moms struggle with, but dads struggle with also. Right, even if they don't communicate it. Even if they don't always communicate it as the, in the same way, we'll say I was going to say as well, but in the same way as women do. Um, sometimes they, you know, want to act all tough and like the, these things don't bother them. Right. But we know that they do, and we know that dads want to be a part of their children's lives also. True, very true. And I was wondering, like, do you end up with big burly guys in there? Absolutely. We've all <laughs> kinds of guys come. All kinds of guys come to that group. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think most men, just like most moms, you know, we want to be good parents. Exactly. We want to take care of our children. And, you know, many of us have experiences where um, there were things that our parents did that were fabulous and wonderful and really helped um, give us a good foundation in life. Right. But I think all of us have at least something or maybe more than one thing that our parents did that we don't want to follow through on. We want to do differently. Right. It's hard to do different if you don't know what to do instead. Right. So if these classes can give you those tools of here's what to do instead. You know, if you don't want right. to spank, here are some other ideas that you can use instead. Here are some positive ways of promoting discipline with children. 
Yes, that's so important too because it's like, and I'm sure with all your counseling, it's like there's old tapes in people's head whether Mm -hmm. they realize it or not. It's just the way things are. Correct. Absolutely mm-hmm. true. We, we, we're, it's social learning theory. Basically, we, as children, we are learning by watching what our parents are doing. So sometimes we want to unlearn pieces of that. Yes. You yes. know? Well, can you tell us a little bit about your family learning center? Absolutely. I will. And oh. um, we, we can look at that. That's a program we have at DACO, which is a okay. substance abuse treatment okay. program. So we're actually located right okay. at DACO. Okay. Um, and we work with the moms and dads at DACO who have children. And the children um, in some of DACO's programs, actually, the children can live with them while they're in treatment for their substance abuse issues. And what does DACO mean? DACO, it's an acronym, but it stands for Drug Abuse Comprehensive Coordinating Council, but nobody really calls it that. Okay, because it's easier to (laughs) call it DACO. It's easier to call it DACO, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But it's our largest substance abuse treatment program here in Tampa, in Hillsborough County. It's the largest substance abuse treatment program. And they have residential, so people who are going through treatment there are living there. Um, so most, like in a lot of their programs, they can't have their children there with them. So the okay. children come in to visit. So we do groups with the parents on parenting. So these are parents who are struggling with substance abuse. So they may right. not have been their best selves when they were parenting their own children. Oh, so so they're dealing with guilt. They're dealing with guilt. And then they're, gil- they're dealing with habits Absolutely. that were formed when they weren't completely who they are. Absolutely. And okay. sometimes their children are actually in foster care because they haven't been good parents to them, and they're trying to get them back. So we can help those parents with developing new skills. And during the visitations they have with their children, we're there. So we can help, like, hey, you might want to try this instead, or, you know, offer some other alternatives for how to manage. Do they mind that? They actually love that. Um, They love it. The parents are um, really happy to get the services, in part because our staff are – I was going to say they're trained to be this way, but honestly, we hire staff who are good at understanding the potential in people and treating them with respect and, right. and valuing them as people. Yes. So we don't come in as, we know better than you, let us tell you what to do right. kind of thing. Right, the experts. Yeah, but more as let's work together. And they've been in our nurturing parenting classes all during the week. So then when right. we come in the weekend, they already know us. They already yes. know we're trying to help them with that parenting and that we want the best for them. Right. So it's well, that a, would make sense because I'm sure – with, with any type of treatment program, when you're having to face your weaknesses mm-hmm. and what caused the situation. It's hard. Yes, and there's a great deal of insecurity associated with that. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, you're a, you're having the parent program. You know, you're trying to be a parent, uh-huh. and I can't – it's just riddled with insecurity. Absolutely, it's all hard. But what we also find is that even when – substance abuse is a hard issue. To, for yes. someone to get over. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's a chemical thing in their brain. It's it's a really hard one. But with developing healthier relationships with their children, that often is another motivator to the parent to get off of those drugs. Yes. And whatever substances they're using so that they can be good parents to their children. So do you see, do you see the children change over mm-hmm. time around the parents? Absolutely. You can tell they're much more comfortable, much more, um, you know, run up and give the hugs and attached and, oh, you know, look into their parent for guidance. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And then were there other things that you do at the family learning centers too? We have the same, a lot of the same classes. Again, the nurturing dads, nurturing moms. We also do an infant massage class oh, wow. there, which it teaches the parents how to give their infants a massage. 
uh-huh. which is another wonderful bonding kind of an experience. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I've heard of it for therapy, but in terms of having, helping a child that has sensory challenges, mm-hmm. I had not heard of it in terms of bonding. Yep, absolutely. For Who doesn't love a massage, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Even my dog loves a massage. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that's so true. Well, hey, why don't we take a break there? Okay. And when we get back to the other side, we'll continue talking about all your wonderful programs. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. Our guest is Nikki Daniels, Associate Director of Champions for Children. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with Nikki Daniels, the Associate Director of Champions for Children. They offer various programs for positive parenting. They offer various programs from positive parenting to child abuse and bullying prevention each year to nearly 40,000 children and parents. So, Nikki, we were going through some of your other programs over the break, Baby Bungalow. <laughs> and this is another location. I'm amazed at all the locations. We have a lot of locations and services. Yeah, so what Absolutely. is Baby Bungalow? Baby Bungalow is on the corner of Azeal and McDill in Tampa. And we offer developmental play groups there. Um, so, again, Baby and Me, right. um, Little Amigos, all different kinds of um, developmental play. And it's it's a caregiver. It doesn't have to be a mom or dad. It actually could be a, you know, a grandparent who's taking oh, care of the child. Okay. Whoever the caregiver is comes in with the child. And these are also series of five-week groups and focusing on development of the child and promoting the bonding. Yes, and I just saw something. As we've been talking about all these groups, we forgot to say that they're forming friendships with other people dealing with the same challenges. You know what? Actually, I'm glad you said that because I was talking to a woman just the other day who said that a couple of years before she had come into Baby Bungalow with her little one and you know, she said she was all worried because it was nine o'clock in the morning and her her leggings were already dirty and her hair was just in a ponytail and she was worried we were going to judge her. Of course, we didn't come right, on and we right. welcomed her in. Um, and she actually says that the friendship she formed in that group years later now are still her best friends. Wow. So that connection that people have to be able to, you know, yes. bond and not feel alone and not feel judged is important. Yes. And then the, uh, some other programs that you have are Frank. Frank, which right. stands for Fatherhood <laughs> Resource, Resource and Networking Center. Okay. So, um, some of these acronyms are a little awkward, right? Um, but basically, it's a promoting fatherhood program. And where is that located? That one's actually that one is infused into all of our programs. Okay. It's not its own place. Okay. Um, we infuse that into all of our programs, but we have a, a a program where we really promote the fatherhood piece. So that nurturing dads yes. that we offered at DACO and we offered other locations, um, those kinds of classes are promoting fatherhood. Um, yes. We have a boot camp for new dads class that um, really. Yep, we do. <laughs> Um, and we have veteran dad come in and they, you know, show how to diaper a baby and those kinds of things. Yes. Um, but really it's about, again, valuing a father's role in their child's right. life. Right. Well, I was surprised that looking at this, you have 13 sessions for class topics. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're 
basic but appropriate. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. like roots of fathering, fathering without fear, about violence, discipline, just mm-hmm. a lot of things mm-hmm. which are wonderful that you have available. Mm-hmm. And some of the other programs that you have? Healthy Families is another one that we have two programs that um, are very similar to each other. Healthy Families is one that's designed for families that are more at risk. So they might have risk factors that you might, um, that maybe there is concern there might be abuse of a child. So maybe there's been domestic violence in the home, maybe there's been substance abuse, those kinds of issues. Now, how are they finding you? They're mostly getting referred. So Healthy Start does a screening on every child born. talk to to, with that parent with that mom right um so in that screening they're looking for those kinds of concerns so if they have um more serious concerns they're going to get referred to healthy families if their concerns aren't quite as serious they're going to get referred to that to healthy start which is a less intensive so healthy families we have staff who go in home and talk with parents and bring activities and do developmental screenings in the home and really try to help that child and that mom with bonding with you know, making sure that mom has all the support that she needs. And dad, if dad's right, in the picture, right. and dad's as well. Making sure they have all the supports that they need to be good parents. Okay, and then Healthy Start, that's just... Healthy Start is a different program. We don't run that one. Okay, um, okay. But they do so the you screening. run the more intensive program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and that program, we can work with those families up to five years. Really? Yeah, so a long time. We can really, we build relationships with those families um, and can be with them for a long time in their home. Now, do they ever, let's say, 10 years from, let's say you were with them for five years, so 10 years from now, will they call you up once in a while? You know what? A lot of times they do. They they um, will check back in with the staff and, you know, let them know how the baby's doing. And, of course, the baby's in high school now, but, you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let them know how they're doing and that everything turned out well. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And then sometimes they might come back for those teenage classes. They might do they that might. as well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. And then, and then have- Parents as Teachers is our other in-home program. Okay. Um, so it's similar to Healthy Families. Um, we can go in once a week, once every couple of weeks, once a month, sort of depends on what that family needs. Right. Parents as Teachers, though, is not so much for the folks that are at risk, um, but more for any family who just wants that support. Okay. So it might even be just a once a month, we come in, we bring activities yes. that to do with the child, help that parent-child bonding, help really educate the parent about child development. Because right. if you think about what you hear on the news oftentimes with, when there is child abuse, right. you'll hear, well, you know, my baby was 11 months old and was crying. Well, of course they're crying. Right. If we can help parents understand what to expect and what reasonable development is, it can be a little bit less frustrating. Right. So that's a big part of the teaching that we do is to help them understand. Yes. Yes. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So that one's another one. We can be with them for five years. So again, right. a long-term kind of a program. Many of our programs also are funded by the Children's Board in Hillsborough County. Okay. So, you know, m- most right. of what I talked right. about today is yes. funded by them. And then another program that's is, interesting is the Kids on the Block. It's, that's such a cool program, too. Yes. Um, this one is a puppet show. Okay. So these are puppets that are child-sized puppets um, that we go into third and fourth grade classes right. in Hillsborough County schools, private or public. Um, one of the classes that we do is on abuse prevention. So we'll right. get and talk about, and of course the puppets do a whole little play in front of the children right. where they'll talk about kind of what is sexual abuse, what is physical abuse, you know, what does that mean right. and what do you do? The message they're coming away with in that program is no, go and tell. Right. So say no, like it's not okay to abuse, it's not okay to hit me, go, run away, right. you know, right. get away from the abuse and then tell an adult. 
Yes. So they learn that. And then what happens with that program is at the end of the class, the children write letters to the puppets. Oftentimes in those letters, they disclose abuse. Oh. So, which is sad, of course, but good that they're telling someone. Right. And then we can make abuse reports and try to help then that child and that family get the assistance that they need. Wow. So it's a prevention kind of program, but it also sometimes finds abuse and helps. Well, yes, I was reading about one of the stories on the website, which was great because the young girl realized that she had been abused a few years earlier, Mm -hmm. told her mom, and Mm -hmm. then met with the school. Mm -hmm. And that's that's good because I think, too, with children, sometimes they don't have words. They know something's not correct, but they're not sure what isn't correct. Absolutely. And then there's always, I guess, that insecurity that you're dealing with an adult. Absolutely. Because as kids, you think about it, adults are always the ones who are right. Yes, that's true. (laughs) So not that that is actually true, but kids think that. (laughs) Yes. And then as far as bullying prevention. Mm -hmm. There's another puppet show on the bullying prevention. So that one goes out and talks about kind of power and control and, you know, what it means to be a bully. Um, How do you stand up for yourself? Who can you tell? Same kinds of messages of it's not okay. Now, do they ever write in and say that I'm being bullied by the kid next to me? Sometimes they do. (laughs) Sometimes they do. Absolutely. And we'll still try to get them the assistance that they need. Oh, my Um, goodness. And this is the program that serves, you know, thousands of kids, 20,000 children in a year. Right. Because we're going out to so many classrooms. Yes. um, And trying to do that presentation in so many classrooms. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing all the programs that you have here. Well, let's continue talking about them. And absolutely, let's take a break at this time, Nikki. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Our guest is Nikki Daniels, Associate Director of Champions for Children. Please stay with us and join us on the other side. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. That's SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I'm here with Nikki Daniels, the Associate Director of Champions for Children. They offer various programs from positive parenting to child abuse and bullying prevention, each year to nearly 40,000 children and parents. So, Nikki, we were talking about different initiatives that you have. What are some of those? We actually have a a department that does community initiatives and advocacy, and they really work to try to help link programs in the community. And there's a couple big ones they're working on right now. Um, One is called Talk, Read, Sing, which is a wonderful program, um, not really a program, actually, a wonderful initiative really promoting early literacy in children. Okay. And understanding that brain development starts happening before birth, of course, but right. right from birth on. And it's a wonderful resource for parents if they wanted to get more information about how to help promote literacy for children um, and for educators. And, and what do you offer? Is it certain materials? There are, if they Google talkwithmebaby.org, oh, okay. um, talkwithmebaby, we're really just promoting this in our community. Okay. It's a program that's been developed um, 
and it's a concept that's been developed and okay. we're really promoting and bringing that to Hillsborough County. It's a resource. It's a resource, absolutely. And there's lots of great information, lots of great videos on there okay. for parents to really help promote and using language with children. And yes. what they found is that there's a very large gap, especially for families who are maybe living more in poverty or in lower income neighborhoods. Right. There's a 30 million word gap for how many words that child will hear by the time they're age five versus another child might hear in, in that same time period. Amazing. So it's important yes. that we talk to our children. So talkwithmebaby.org. Okay. And then the other one is our diaper program. Um, yes. We have a diaper bank. None of the assistance that families can get covers diapers. Okay. So if people are getting WIC, you know, right. they can get you know formula or milk or you know um, grocery kinds of items, or if they have cash assistance or whatever, they can't buy diapers with it. Interesting. And diapers are expensive. Yes. Well, you're saying the average family, I believe, is seventy to a hundred dollars. Is that? I think it's a little lower, but, but, but it, it can be lot. as high as that. Yes, it can. Well, be I, as high I as said a hundred because I had three. What twenty years ago, mm. I had three in diapers, and it was costing me at least a hundred a month. Yeah, so it's so. very expensive. So we actually get donated diapers, and we okay. help package them and get them out to families that are in need. Yeah. So that's another program that we offer. Yes, that's a big help. Mm-hmm. And then if someone's listening and they want to volunteer. We would love for them or to. Donate. <laughs> or donate. Or <laughs> donate. Either one is great. We can't do this without the community's help, honestly. Right. Um, right. We do have funding from, other, from agencies. Um, like I said, the Children's Board is one of them. But we can't do it without the community. So if people wanted right. to get involved, they would just go to our website which is www.cfc, Champions for Children, cfctb.org. Um, Say that one more time. cfctb.org. So Champions for Children Tampa Bay is what those letters stand for. Yes. .org. Or just Google Champions for Children yes. in Tampa. You'll find us. Yes. Um, we, we always need support because even with the funding that we get, there are lots of things that that funding will not allow us to purchase. Okay. So, for example, snacks. We're not allowed to purchase food. Do you ever know a children who comes after school who doesn't need a snack? Right. right? Or a mom's group. A mom's their kids group. Or, with mm-hmm. their munchies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, or, you know, certain, you know, we need to replenish the furniture sometimes because we've got kids climbing all over it. So we need right. a new couch. Those kinds of things. Yes. We always need support. So none of our programs operate without support from the community. And then as far as volunteers? Volunteers, we can always use volunteers. Our big volunteer opportunity is at the holiday time because we do a holiday store and we always need people to come and help with gift wrapping and helping be personal shoppers. And yeah, so um, that's always a big event for us. And then you have two really big fundraisers a year. We do. In the fall, we do our Dream Keepers Ball, um, which is always in the fall. And then in the spring, we always have our annual Child Abuse Prevention Month luncheon, which is always in April. Okay, mm-hmm. in April, I guess, is always that. Child Abuse Prevention Month, absolutely. Got so we it. want to raise awareness for that issue. Yes, and do you have one favorite success story? Oh, my gosh, just one. There's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess probably the little girl that you talked about. There's another little girl also um, who goes to Layla's house, actually. Oh, okay. So the one you talked about with the kids on the block story, that yes. one's one. But the, there's another little girl who goes to Layla's house, and her grandmother bought her. And when the grandmother came into services, she came in and she had been kind of walking by out on the street and the staff went out and said, hi, can I help you? And her answer was that she was really looking for help because she wanted to be a better parent to her granddaughter than she had been before and just really needed the tools to be able to do it. So we were able to get her into groups and help her out with that. Well, and she was just walking by trying to decide to come in What to do or not, yep. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's and our staff wonderful. reached out and walked out and wow. wrapped her up and brought her in. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Nikki, and sharing and for all the work that you're doing right thank here you. in our community. I appreciate being here. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. Please join us next Sunday afternoon at 1. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we've made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program. Special Needs Family Hour, Inc. is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. More than anything, just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1, only on AM 860. The Answer. The Answer.